Hello, welcome to the Redhead and the Bearded Beauty. I'm the Redhead. I am the Bearded Beauty. (laughs) So we've got, what's going on this week? Got a lot of stuff going on. It seems like it's just been (laughs) crazy busy. Um, Yeah. For me, I've been working just a lot of different kind of master communications projects. Uh, Some of them are not quite ready to roll out yet, but... In the news this week, what's what have we? What's been going on? We had a great announcement from Senator Moran. Um, we're getting one point six million dollars for some public safety initiatives. Um, these are for like license plate readers and cameras. A lot of people, uh, you know, are have been critical of these programs across the country, saying that it's more like oversight. Here in Wichita, we're really using it to recover like stolen vehicles, or if you have a warrant out for your arrest, like recover those. And it's been used, what I think is, is really cool, um, it's, it's used when we have like a kidnapped victim um, to recover those. We were able to recover uh, a kidnapped victim and some runaways and stuff faster that way. So it's been really great um, for that. And to we've recovered... Gosh, I should have looked up these stats. I sent it earlier. <laughs> but, you know, millions of dollars in property and, um, you know, saved, saved some lives, especially of some kids through that way. So really cool in that regard. Yeah, so just be rest assured we're using this for the proper purposes. And, yeah. You know, we're, we're really looking to combat crime with these and not necessarily go after, like, traffic violations i'm not yeah. speaking out of turn here but i didn't didn't watch the news conference but i've, I've heard this in the past yes yeah. it's, it's more trying to be more proactive on some more of the more serious offenses so. yeah I, I i think people are you know critical like it's is this you know big brother over overseeing us but really it's about safety yeah public safety yeah. um violent offenders that sort of thing so um we'll have a public or i'm sorry a property and evidence update tomorrow morning um really good news coming out of the property and evidence audit uh christina rose has been working really hard on that so um and she's she's agreed to come onto the podcast uh, hopefully maybe next week oh i don't know that she's agreed we're we're gonna have her on the podcast i voluntold her uh so so. we've been kind of waiting for this announcement to come out and now we're gonna have her come on so well she's been so busy too she's just just a little bit going on yeah she's really hard to pin down and and the chief's really hard to pin down um just because they're so busy so we'll we'll have a good update tomorrow speaking of chief new chief i mean everybody knows this yeah we have a new uh police chief starting here in december uh yeah He's going to be visiting this week, and we kind of argued with uh, WPD <laughs> who was going to host the podcast that had the new chief. And, mm-hmm. uh, we we gave way to uh, WPD and let Coffee Break and host him. So yeah, that's that's going to be exciting. So uh, just do some some fun Q and A's with him this week, but we are going to do something more in depth with him when he starts. Um, you know, there were questions from the forum that we didn't have time to get to, so we're going to answer some of those. Um, if you have other questions for the chief, you can write us at social at wichita.gov. Um, for our two outside of City Hall watchers, listeners. Yeah, two, two people outside that may not even live in the city limits. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, those are our big things. Yeah. I, going lot, on this week. A lot going on. A lot, yeah. A lot of fun stuff approaching holiday season. Uh, real quick, Halloween's right around the corner. Got Halloween's. some Halloween safety tips. So, yeah. uh, you know, make sure wear bright colored clothing. Uh, go in groups with other people. Make sure you're looking both ways before you cross the street and those that are driving. Make sure you're looking out for kids. There's gonna be kids running around. It's like just when yeah. we go to the next next house down, aren't really paying attention to what's going on. So just be aware of your surroundings. Non flammable clothing. Yeah. Only go to houses with porch lights on. All that stuff. This is an uncomfortable safety tip, but it's one that the the sheriff's office puts out every year. But mate, just check that uh, that offender list too. Yeah. Just uh, earmark the offenders around town to make sure that you're not 
going somewhere you don't want to go. Very good. And yeah. What are you going as Halloween this year? Um, we we do have a Halloween party. So uh, Jason got excited. He's going to go as DB Cooper, and I am the flight attendant. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if going out with the girls if uh, we're going to really dress up this year. Last year we were peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's cute. Teletubbies the year before that. That's adorable. Um, I did a Halloween party earlier, not Halloween, but like a 70s theme party earlier a uh, week, week ago and had to dress up in 70s theme. So mm-hmm. nice. I wore all white and mm-hmm. somebody's like at the party was like, hey, is that supposed to be 70s? And I'm like, I <laughs> guess I missed the mark. So Most importantly, what is Rose going to be for Halloween? Does Rose she have a is going to be a giraffe. Oh, that's so, adorable. Yeah. Pictures next time. Yes. Actually, I probably have pictures I can put on the screen now this time because we... Did trunk awesome. or treat at the school this last week, and so she uh, she made an appearance there. So. That's awesome. I like I like seeing uh, dogs and babies dressed up. Yeah, she was she was not a fan of the little hat, you know, <laughs> with the giraffe head, but mm-hmm. she wore it long enough to get a picture. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I know we have a hard stop. Yep. We have Brooke, um, who's with Lead for America. She's going to be she's one of our our fellows too. She's uh, working on our food system master plan project and our food and farm council. So we're going to bring her on. Yeah, we'll take a quick break, and I'll be right back with Brooke. And we're back. Now we got Brooke joining us, one of our management fellows, uh, here to talk food master plan. Brooke, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's first, exciting. First, tell us a little bit about yourself, what your role is with the city. Yeah. Um, so my role at the city, I am an AmeriCorps member, and I work at Lead for America. And it's a, our affiliate is Lead for Kansas, a state affiliate. And I found myself doing that work at the city of Wichita, city manager's office. So I work with electeds and um, project management upstairs to sort of balance what's going on in each district and see the district through council members' eyes. Very good. And so when you're not here, not helping the city, what do you do personally? Who's Brooke at home? Yeah. Um, personally, I would say Brooke at home is just a big cat, cat lady. I've got two cats. <laughs> nice. And I also really enjoy just doing outdoor things. I like hiking. I like um, roller skating. Pick that up. That's cool. And yeah, I also um, just talk to my family, phone, video spend a lot of time reconnecting with friends and whatnot that's great and you have a twin don't you yes i do yeah you you post a picture of her on facebook and it said something like oh you're doing great things and i thought it was just a picture of you and i was like good for you for hyping yourself up (laughs) shameless plug (laughs) so which one's the evil twin you know it depends who you ask but (laughs) if you ask me it would be me (laughs) very nice at least you're honest yeah um she's great and uh Something we have in common is we're both in similar public service roles. She is in Pittsburgh right now working with the land bank. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, and and we've just started establishing our own land bank at the city of Wichita, so it's very exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right, we like to kick these 
interviews off with a little game called Two Truths and a Lie. Do you have Two Truths and a Lie for us? I do. Right. Um, one of my truths was that I was a twin. Oh my so gosh, I will I'm use sorry. something different. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so here you go for mine. Um, I am a Wichita native. I graduated from Ohio State University, and my favorite food is pizza. You are not a Wichita native. You are not a Wichita native. That is correct. <laughs> Technically, isn't the second one a lie, too, because it's not Ohio State University, isn't it? The Ohio State University? That's correct. Yep. And we Sorry. just trademarked <laughs> the the very recently. <laughs> Caught me in two lies. <laughs> one truth. Man. Yeah. I'm actually from Granville, Ohio, and grew up and went to school in Columbus. Very good. So, very cool. still in the Midwest, though. Very yeah. much, you know, Midwest girl. But now I'm in Kansas and actually in the middle of the United States. Ohio is very not Midwest. We'd say Mid-East. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But, right. yeah. Very neat. All right. How about you? All right. So, mine are about food deserts. Um, so, food insecurity can be linked to increased rates of diabetes. Um, 23.5 million people in the U.S. live in food deserts. And the only important thing to ending food deserts is just giving people more access to healthy foods. Ah, I would like to call lie on the last thing. I would agree, yep, correct. Mm -hmm. So um, I read a study that said equally as important, if if not more important, according to some studies, is education um, and, you know, funding for access and mobility and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, some people think, why don't you just put a grocery store in some of these areas? But that really is not a solution to ending food deserts, not just the access. So you can you can tell us more about that. But, yeah, great fact. Yeah. Very nice. I'm like, I think we should get straight to the interview now and skip mine. No, we can't skip yours. No. All right. So I went personal this time because I felt like food-related, I kind of have a little bit of a food-related past. So I have worked in all of these places, a dairy a grocery store and a farm which one is not true isn't a dairy a farm i don't know yes I yes okay <laughs> sorry. sorry i might be giving it all away here but <laughs> so sorry. Say. No, like work for a farmer you know driving tractors planting wheat that sort of you stuff did, you did not and then a dairy farm you do not work in a grocery store I did not work in a grocery store. Sorry. I, <laughs> Sorry. I've, I've worked for two different farmers, and then I also worked on a dairy. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. So there you go. I love, I love cows. Yeah. They're so cute. If you would have had to interact with them like I did, you would not like cows. Everyone says that. Yeah, Jason hates cows, but I think that they're adorable. I used to have to wake up at 5 in the morning and go behind them and, like, push them up to lock them they're in so, so they could get their food in the mornings, and they didn't always want to go with me. I think so they're adorable. That's not fun. I'm glad I was a dairy and not a butchery. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. I have been in one of those Temple Grandin spirals before, though. Hmm. It was really weird. Uh, and cargo. you made it out? Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they tried. <laughs> I was uh, Cargo was a client at the time, and yeah, it was really cool, actually. Hmm. All right, so uh, getting to this. So tell us a little bit about the Food and Farm Council. What are we trying to do there? Yeah, so I'll give you guys just sort of a high-level overview of Food and Farm Council. Could be also goes by many names, Food Policy Group, Food Policy Council, Food Coalition, Food Alliance. But the Wichita-Setchewick County Joint Board is going to be called the Food and Farm Council. We are looking for 14 publicly appointed members um, from the Setchewick County, um, Wichita area. And something interesting that I learned recently is kind of how those districts overlap with commissioners and city council. 
Um, I thought that was interesting. But yeah, we are looking for community members in Sedgwick County with interest in local food system, healthy food access, food education, or policy and governance. A very broad range, and we're really just looking for those passionate about making a difference in the food landscape for those who may not have the same access as others. Yeah. Very nice. What's what are going to be some of the goals of this coalition? What what are things they're going to try to accomplish? Yes, that's a that's a really good question. So I would say, before I get too into the goals and what they're trying to accomplish, the main framework we'll have for our Food and Farm Council is the Food System Master Plan. Um, created after nearly a year's worth of public engagement. It has prioritized three goals, healthy access, local food economy, growing that, and then supporting coordination and education of food system stakeholders. Uh, This board I would see as a trusted community source for that um, education and for those stakeholders to start talking together and start working and collaborating together. I would also say that our Food and Farm Council may be able to take on some of these more causal relationships. Um, It's interesting because um, the uh, causal relationships among parts of a system rather than on the parts themselves Mm -hmm. could be key to making some of that broader policy change um, and moving the needle on some high leverage interventions uh, to reach system transformation. That's really cool. So the the goal isn't to, you know, like we talked about some people just like, well, just open a grocery store downtown, just open a grocery store in this area. And, and we as government are pretty limited on how we can do that. But this gives us more of an outreach tool to do some of those other components that help end food deserts. Exactly. Exactly. So we're looking for 14 people. And you said just people who are passionate. Are we looking for anyone in specific industries or with jobs or anything like that? Yeah, that is very interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Food policy councils, groups nationwide, uh, best practice want to be representative of the food system sector and different roles and interests within that. And so staff from the city and the county have spent the past few months researching what this balance might look like of different roles, urban and rural, and balancing those stakeholders. So we actually have an outline for elected officials on who they might be looking for. And I'll give you a um, city and county, uh, just basically a potential roster model of these. And for the city, we are looking for urban food production, uh, urban food retail, emergency food assistance, food justice or equity groups or organizations within those, food distribution, institutional food purchasing and food systems health community development coalition or group that's really great and at the county side we're trying to get that urban rural balance and look for rural food production rural food retail representation small food processing natural resource conservation um, workforce business development representation and training and education along the lines of like K-State Research and Extension, yeah, having those resources yeah. available. So yeah, yeah. And, and these people do not have to check these boxes, but it is recommended they do. Um, hopefully, the more people that learn about the Food and Farm Council, the more effective it 
can and has the potential to be. So we might not find these people off the bat, Mm -hmm. but there are different tools the board can use to also reach those voices, maybe not as engaged. It's tough to expect somebody like a farmer, someone working in food production to sit on a board and make it to monthly meetings. Mm -hmm. But it isn't completely out of this world to expect board members to intentionally reach those people who may not have the capacity in their professional life to sit on a board. And that's what we're going to try to do with this. Um, We're shooting the, we're casting the net wide now. Mm -hmm. We want to find this representation. We want to find these diverse stakeholders, but we do know that that, that'll be a journey. The board will work and um, navigate its entire existence. Now, do we have a time frame of when we want this board to be implemented and start having meetings? And then if people want to learn more about this or want to apply, where can they do that? Great question. Yeah. So I would say our time frame is in the next couple, two to three months. Uh, we The city has its first appointment, District 1. Councilmember Johnson appointed Donna Pearson McLish. And now we are just waiting for the rest of appointments to fill in. It is also noted that three county commissioners are up for re-election and don't usually appoint Mm -hmm. two boards if they're not sure who will be returning. And so that gives us about two to three months seeing how that kind of falls into line on the county side. So appointments are up in the air right now. The city can start making them. I believe two county commissioners may be willing or willing not to make them. And there are two at-large county appointments that commissioners can vote to approve. So we're really looking for four spots potentially to fill on the county commission and all seven seats for city council. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. and uh, you can uh, find information on wichita.gov slash food plan. Um, you can also look at our boards and committees website and see the Food and Farm Council on there as well. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. We have dad joke. Dad joke. Dad, dad joke. joke. Okay. Did you bring a dad joke? I brought a dad joke. All right. Go ahead. So I uh, always whip this one out, and it's one of my favorites. <laughs> what is a pirate's favorite letter? I, it just I, seems it's. I feel like this is a trick. I want to go with either R or C. R. See, you'd think it'd be R, but it'd really be the C. Oh, I love it. That's great. You knew it. I knew it. I just didn't know which way to go with it. Yeah, the dad, the instinct is strong. I like it. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. Um, A pun walks into a room and he kills 10 people. A pun kills 10 people? A pun kills 10 people. Pun in, 10 dead. Oh, my word. Oh, man. It's it's like a crime that it took me that long to get that one. That was good, Megan. Very good. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and I just forgot mine. (laughs) Thanks for that. I have another one. Go for it. Oh, go for it. What do you call someone with no body and no nose? I don't know. Nobody knows. (laughs) That's good. So I just bought an alarm clock Mm. that swears at you instead of beeping when it goes off that was a rude awakening nice hmm. yeah i like it nice so all right uh, brooke thanks for being on the show tell yeah. us about the food and farm council my pleasure and thank you for joining us if you have any questions comments or uh, jokes you want us to tell on the show email us at social at wichita.gov again thanks for watching